With the summer blockbuster season fast approaching, X-Men First Class hits theaters tomorrow, and we are honored, if not humbled, to be on the phone with Michael Fassbender. He is Magneto in the new movie, and how are you, man? Hey, good, man. How's it going? Excellent. Thank you for uh, being on the show. We appreciate it, dude. Uh, listen, thanks so much for having me. Oh, no problem. Of course, uh, you are, I'm going to call you the, the big star of, uh, of X-Men First Class. It comes out uh, on Friday, June 3rd in theaters. And uh, the comic book nerd in me really wants to know, did, you know, because these roles can be super, super competitive. Did you have to, like, prove that you knew the storyline and all that stuff behind the character before you were considered for it? Or was it a pretty easy process for you? No, I had to go into a room and, and bend metal. It was like, you know, it was, I was very much on the spot. Uh, no, I'm just messing. Obviously, I, you know, I had to go on screen tests for the guys. Well, that went down like a load of bricks. Um, I, uh, I had to screen test for, for, for Fox. Uh, I think, you know, Matthew was keen on me to play the role. James had already been cast at that point, and I thought, okay, you know, James, uh, uh, I've been a fan of his work over the last sort of 10 years. And um, I thought this could be a really sort of interesting combination. And the script itself was really kind of focused on on relationships between these sort of characters as opposed to sort of big action set pieces. We've got them in the film, but they're there to support the, the sort of character journey as opposed to the other way around, you know. Yeah, and you know, speaking of those action sequences, and being an actor today, you know, you you have to become accustomed to the green screen and whatnot. But some of the battle scenes in this, uh, the pre that we've seen, it just seems so chaotic. How do you get into that part of uh, what's going on, and then you know, being Magneto, being that person? You just have to really sort of, uh, you know, let the sort of nine-year-old boy loose <laughs> that's sort of in there, you know, and just sort of throw yourself into it and really just use your imagination and, and have fun with it, you know. Um, otherwise, it's you, I don't think you're really sort of going to achieve anything. It'll just seem like you're sort of in doubt and one foot in, in this pond and one foot in that, and it's neither here nor there, you know. So you just kind of got to really fully embrace it and, and just enjoy it, you know. It's kind of like when you were sort of 10 years old and running around sort of, that's the beauty of this job, you know, running around with a stick and pretending it's like, you know, you're sort of a little pistol. But they give you all the fantastic props here in this in this job, so you can really just go for it, you know. You know, uh, obviously this is a, a huge summer blockbuster, and everybody's looking forward to the angle you guys are taking with the X-Men franchise. And I imagine when you read the script, it's kind of like, okay, you got to keep this thing under wraps. Is it hard for you not to, like, tell your friends, like, dude, wait till you see how much ass I kick in this movie? Uh, yeah, you know, you can sort of, you know, give little snippets away without giving any sort of uh, major part of the story. Uh, I, but a lot of the times, I, you know, try not to sort of talk too much about it uh, and just say, you know, wait and wait and see and build up the sort of suspense within the sort of, you know, around my friends. And I, what I did find out, and I'd never known before, was that how many of my friends were actually X-Men fans, you know, from the comic books. Uh, so I really sort of understood how much, you know, how universally popular this whole uh, series is and how relevant it is, I guess. And that's what I sort of realized when I started reading the comic books, you know, that there's very there's very much, ad, you know, adult themes there. It's very mature and very relevant issues of alienation and, you know, people feeling like they've been ostracized for whatever reason or being accepted, if you like. And uh, I found that to be, to be a really interesting sort of base for any sort of superhero, you know, yeah, uh, structure. It makes sense, man. And when you're doing this as a prequel, I mean, is it is it? Are you allowed to kind of make this your own character, or did you have to kind of go back and kind of study Ian McKellen's way that he turned the character Magneto to life and put him on screen, and then try to kind of adapt to that, or were, were you allowed some freedom there? 
Well, you know, all those questions you're asking are definitely things you, you think of, you know, right at the beginning. Uh, and, you know, that especially because Ian McKellen, Sir, Sir Ian McKellen, uh, <laughs> did such uh, a fantastic job, you know, and the fans responded so well to, the, to, to his um, portrayal of the character. So I did think at the beginning, I was like, okay, should I study the man, try and get, you know, whatever sort of films when he was a younger man and, and you know, kind of, I guess, what, you know, De Niro did with, uh, with the Brando character in The Godfather. Um, and then I spoke to Matthew and Matthew he said, you know, he said, well, I kind of see this sort of character, you know, this sort of, he's really much like a lone wolf, sort of lone assassin type character. He's like, we're setting it in the 60s and kind of reminds me a bit of sort of, you know, an early Bond, like Sean Connery Bond. And he said, what I liked about Sean Connery is that he had this sort of strange sort of nuance to his accent. And he said, you've got a strange sort of quality to your accent. And he said, I'd like to sort of explore that more. So I kind of sort of wiped the slate clean and just sort of, you know, really then just dove into the, the, the comic book material and it, it, like as I say it's so dense and there was such a great character there with so much uh, of a biography that I was spoiled really in terms of putting together this character do you ever get to do you get to keep the, any of the outfits and if so do you ever wear them around <laughs> yeah the helmet just just the helmet around my flat <laughs> um, no I didn't take the helmet I probably should have but I, I, I got a couple of the suits which was nice that is nice, man, because uh, uh, he dresses well in the movie I've seen. He does dress well, and you know, when you get a suit sort of fitted especially for you, it's, 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 it's such a, a, a unique sort of experience, you know, and, and they fit so well, and they're not going to fit anyone else, so might as well take them. Smart man. You are a smart man. Well, <laughs> the, uh, the movie comes out in theaters on Friday. It's uh, going to be awesome, X-Men First Class, and uh, Michael, thank you for the time, man. We appreciate it, buddy. Thanks, fellas. I really appreciate it. All right, take Thanks. care. Bye. X Workforce Traffic.